Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Chiefs, first down, goal to go at the 8-yard line of Tennessee. After an audible, Damian Williams, here comes a blitz. Flip pass, left it goes, Tyreek Hill, 10-5, Chita touchdown! Left front pylon of eight yards, full on speed, and the Cheetah runs to the end zone, and the Chiefs are on the board with the touchdown to answer the Titan touchdown. Our NFL playoff coverage brought to you by Twin Peaks, Eats, Drinks, Scenic Views, Mitch Holtis on the call, Chiefs. Beating the Titans three years ago today. Can you believe it's been three years already since the uh, the AFC Championship game that sent us all to Miami right before the world shut down, Josh? If I were to tell you the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl and we're going to shut down the world for a year. Come yeah. back with COVID. Um, <laughs> you clearly did. I know that for a fact. Know that for a fact. Having us sleep in the youth hostel and then you get COVID. Yeah, there's no question about it. Coincidence? Yeah, I yeah. think not. Yeah. That was now I remember the 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 feeling, right? Everybody remembers the feeling, winning, getting to the Super Bowl, blah, blah, blah. Right. That game was the most nondescript like game. That's what you said, but it also had Patrick Mahomes' greatest run, maybe, of all time in that game, right? Yes. You know? Well, and, and for a long time, maybe I mean top play. I top mean, play of his career. It's still one of it. Yeah. But other than that, do you remember much of that game? I, I, I don't. I do. I feel like it's. I feel like it was one that uh, you know we were all just anticipating. And what's next? What's next? What's right. next? Yeah. And uh, he made a run, and it was a highlight. And then, you know, they they uh, hoisted, rightly so, the Lamar Hunt Trophy at at Arrowhead Stadium. Yeah, you know? I do remember Sammy Watkins with a big play and kind of putting the uh, the the seal on that game with the big touchdown late. I remember Frank Clark being the closer in that game and finishing off that playoff game. But you're you're kind of right. I think everybody was so still like wiped out from the Houston comeback, right, with a twenty four nothing deficit and coming back from that, getting to that championship game. And I think that whole day of that championship game, there were there were nerves. I, I clearly remember being in that stadium and a lot of folks were nervous that day. But I think also there was that anticipation of going to the first Super Bowl in 50 years. I'm, I'm getting, you know, Oliver Clempton already goosebumps talking about it because I just remember how special that day was for so many people inside that stadium. And that's really, I mean, think about it, Josh. I'm going to get all bent right now. Just give me a second. We have that championship game, right? COVID happens. The next year, we host an AFC championship game in front of cardboard fans. The next year, we host an AFC championship game. The Bengals win. I don't win. think they did cardboard fans. Though. No, they you're right. Had, they did. But it was had, very limited capacity. Was, everybody was spread out. Yeah, everybody was kind of. small <laughs> crowd spread out. Yeah. You were on your own at that and game. And I think they had uh, zip ties closing right. off seats. Oh, no yeah. question they yeah. did. Yeah. yeah. So so it was limited capacity or whatever it was for that game. The following year, we get back to that championship game after all the nonsense of the pandemic. And here we sit and we lose to the Cincinnati Bengals. And now we have the opportunity to host another AFC championship game. And they're taking it away from us. I mean, Really, we've had one Not legit. Well, that is true. We're, we're hoping for the Bengals to win that game, but they're trying to take it away from us. Like we got through that one AFC championship game that we all truly got the opportunity to be a part of and celebrate together. And ever since then, <laughs> there's been something that has gotten in the way. So let's go Bengals. Let's go Bengals. Let's go Bengals. Who day? Right? Isn't that what they say? Who day? They do. Let's yeah. get the Bengals in here and bring that AFC championship game back because that was one of the great days in Kansas City sports history to be there for that. But yeah, you're 
you're, you're kind of right. It was it was a little bit of a, a nondescript championship game. Another comeback by the Chiefs in that game, but sent us to the Super Bowl for the first time in 50 years. And it was glorious, man. It was great being in Arrowhead Stadium that day. I can't wait to be out there on Saturday. I'm looking forward to it, man. It's going to be and, a lot of fun. And, and Marcus Mariota didn't, like, bank uh, a pass to himself. That's right. Of, you right. Know, so yes. he didn't have that, <laughs> that whole nightmare to relive with the Titans. So, yeah. you know, I remember... Barely remember the Titans in that game. Yes. Uh, Chiefs and Jags coming up on Saturday, 3.30 on 106.5. The Wolf. I know CDOT was talking about this a little bit yesterday. We've kicked it around as well. The buzz for this one is a little strange. It really is. Or yeah. a little lacking, maybe. I've got, I know I've gotten a lot of, well, what do you think? They're going to, like, almost, they're going to win, right? They're going to win, right? And Saturday, that's it. They're going to win. But nothing else. Are they asking you to see the script? Is that what they're asking I don't know, you? maybe. Yeah. Um, and then... I, I think the opponent does factor in too. Mm-hmm. Sure, it does. This is the fourth of four teams. Yeah, right? yeah, absolutely. All the all the buzz is on the three best teams in the AFC, right? And it has been all season, all long. year long, right? And the fourth best team. Who is the fourth eh. best team going into the season, though, in in the AFC? If like if you were if you were going to rank the hierarchy, because Jacksonville wasn't part of the conversation, right? They were part of the maybe they'll get to five hundred, maybe Doug Peterson will find a couple of wins, maybe they'll start to turn this thing around. They weren't no, in. The, no. I guess you would say the Titans were probably in that maybe, mix, but right? A lot maybe. of people were projecting their window to close. Yeah, I think so. The the, the bloom had gotten off. They they've they've gotten about as far as they can, right? I don't think anybody knew what the Dolphins, mm-hmm. but there was a lot of hype. There was some the hype around the Dolphins. Sure. Uh, Maybe it you, was in the West. You wouldn't close off the Ravens. Right. Right. Yeah. But I think, yeah, it was probably the Chargers. Yeah. Could have been San Diego. Could have been Denver at that point. Could have been Denver. Could have been the Raiders. The Chargers. Yeah. Or even the Raiders. I mean, you know, with Josh McDaniels coming in and Devontae Adams and oh my God, it was going to be this high flying offense. Coming right? off a playoff appearance. Coming off a playoff <laughs> appearance. Right. That is exactly right. So, so, may, so maybe the Raiders could have been thrown into that. But mix. I think, I think it being the Jags brings a little, meh. I know I have a, a buddy uh, goes to every game and. Got a few things going on. He's like, yeah, I didn't really clear the calendar because it was the Jags. Oh, like, wow. Really? Oh, wow. Like, okay. So he's not going to the game. Uh-uh. He's like, I think I'm just going to sell him. Uh-huh. I'm not going to go. I'm like, okay. Uh, There's a good so opportunity. He doesn't get to go to a playoff game. At correct. This correct. Year, right? He knows correct. that, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it was like, yeah, it's the Jags. Kind of like seen it, done it. Yeah. Should, should, should goodbye that. I don't, I hope that's not how the team is feeling, but I think that there's a little bit of feel of that. And I think everybody that's asked me, Hey, what do you think is going to happen? It's kind of like, they're going to win this game, right? Almost like out of the side of the mouth. Like, yeah, I don't not doomsday predicting, but this should be this should be uh, relatively easy, right? I think that there's a I don't know. I don't know if the calm's the right word, but there's definitely not a lot of buzz yet. No, there isn't. I, I was on a show for uh, for a sports network, that Visa network, you know, the one that Brent Musburger owns. I, I think he owns that network or he's part of that network. I was on with them yesterday and uh, Sean King, the former Tampa Bay Buccaneer, was one of the one of the co-hosts on the show. So we were talking a little bit about it and they, they asked about kind of the buzz too. How's Kansas City feeling about this? And I'm like, you know what? We've, we've been focused so much about this neutral site game and Carl Cheffers that we really haven't like as a fan base given kind of our undivided attention to this game. And and I think you're right. The opponent does factor in because I I, I think if you're ranking like teams in the NFL, and, and, and this is, I guess, a shot at the Jags, but really not a shot at the Jags. They're not in that hierarchy of teams that get people excited. Breaking I news. Mean, Breaking oh, news. Oh, See, oh. I'm going to interrupt even oh, this game. Oh, wow. Holy cow. Breaking what news. We Adam Schefter, NFL announced the five teams to play in the 2023 international games. Yeah. All right. We Chiefs, got it. Yeah. Chiefs. Do they, they, they announce a date? Uh, no, no, they did not announce. Bills, <laughs> Titans, Jags, Chiefs, and Patriots will each play international games during the 2023 so regular season. So apparently, then the Patriots and Chiefs are going to be doing something on their own with that international game. We're not going to be playing each other because the word on the street back in like April was that we were going to go over there and the Patriots were going to be the home team and we were going to be the visiting team. But then they went to two, two, uh, two Germany two games. games. Yeah. yeah. So you got yeah. two in Germany, two in London, and one in Mexico City. Three in London. Oh, three in so no Chiefs Mexico City. And Patriots will both play games in Germany, according to. Tom Pelissero and yeah. the NFL. Uh, the Bills, Titans, and Jaguars will play games in London. Okay, so those will be the home teams in London. The Chiefs will be the home team in Germany this year. We've got the extra game this year. I'm looking forward to that trip, and, and I think that's going to be a lot of fun uh, to go over to Germany and, and, and see that team play. So that that they didn't release the dates. They didn't release the opponents. They just said, we're going. I think last year... If I'm not mistaken, it was in May. Yeah, I think you're right. No, yes, you're right about that. You're, I'm, I'm trying to do the calendar of events real fast in my head of what it happened. Yeah, yeah, I think it was. Right. In, yeah. I think they announced the teams, and then in May they announced the win. Right. 
and uh, and went from there. But right. the uh, the Chiefs are indeed going to Germany. Well, there you so, go. So you cool. Go. We got it on the uh, we got it on the calendar. So whatever. Couldn't it may even be. get the Chiefs and Jags right. again. The NFL, the NFL mm-hmm. jammed a, a breaking news in there. How about yeah, that? They always right find Q. a way to do it, right? Take so, the attention off the neutral site ticket fiasco. Yeah, exactly. So we'll hear from um, a gentleman who covers the uh, the Jags coming up in our next segment, who also happened to play for Andy Reid, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, play in the NFL, played for Andy Reid, was a Jag, played at Missouri State, was on the Bachelorette. Yeah, cover it. It covers everything. Clay yeah. Harbor is going to join us to discuss more about the uh, the Jags. He covers them intently, and we'll get a preview of that coming up at six fifteen. But you mentioned the uh, the the ticket fiasco. I don't know if it was a fiasco or not. The reports seemed to be a little bit of differing. Yeah, yeah. And I know I tried yesterday. I don't. I'm not a season ticket member, but I purchased tickets, so I'm like, oh, I'll I'll, I'll click on it and see, and because we were hearing that. Well, Buffalo fans were tweeting out that they are they had stuck into the Chiefs section. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, see, let's see. And then the the code words were very simple. Right, for each side. Right, right. It was like Bills Mafia and Chiefs Kingdom. Yeah, that that, that was the presale code. Right. Okay. So so I went in and just like okay, and you you had to have them send you an email. Mm-hmm. So I had to send him, send me an email and had a had a had a, had a, had a code, and then I it, then it let me into the site. And then I could pick where my tickets were, and then you had to hit unlock. And then you hit unlock, and then it asked for the code. And it wasn't the code they emailed me, and it wasn't the Chiefs Kingdom or Bills Mafia. I couldn't get into any of those okay. to get to actually purchase tickets. So, so I don't know if others could. I don't know if season ticket members could. That was the claim. Um, but, and I know you talked to some season ticket holders. I did too, and it was like, no, they sent me a code. They sent me a uh, and it wasn't a generic one like they normally like it normally has been. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like, to me anyway, it sounds like it was on the up and up. But also when I got in, it only showed me Chiefs side of the stadium. Oh, okay. And then the other one said on the Buffalo side, it said unavailable. Interesting. Interesting. And so I don't know if that means they they gobbled them up. I don't think that that meant that. I think since I purchased tickets from the Chiefs previously, mm-hmm. I think it was only let me on the Chiefs side. Gotcha. And I'm guessing I'll only let Buffalo people on the Buffalo side. Okay. I don't know. I, I don't know. It almost made it look like to me they were s- trying to establish a 50-50 stadium. Yeah, which, which would be good. Which, which would be, be fine. Which would be yeah. fine. Um, but the, then, you know, the internet buzz was, oh, I could get in and buy tickets on the Chiefs side. Ha, ha, ha. I don't know if that was the case. I have not seemed to think it was. Well, I, it just depends on who you talk to because I did tweet it out yesterday about like what, what was your situation like with buying these tickets down in Atlanta. And you're right, Josh. There was a different story from every single person who texted it in. And, and somebody said that the Chiefs admitted that there was a glitch between 11 and 1.30. They're available to, now. To be able to get in was yeah, late. Or yeah, something, yeah, something like yeah. that. But I just asked this. Why is there always an issue when there's a big event with Ticketmaster? Like I feel like Ticketmaster works if you want to go see a concert that has you know nobody going to it or a a baseball game or a hockey game on a Tuesday night that generally isn't that full I think Ticketmaster serves a purpose but it seems like anytime there's a major event this operation crashes are they using the software that Southwest Airlines and the FAA are using right now same computer same computer dot matrix printers and all of that because Microsoft had some layoffs yesterday. Right, that I don't is know true. if that was the they ran that one too. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe they did, but but it seems like every time Ticketmaster is involved with an event that like people want to go to, they screw up and there's a disaster. And and I think that's why why people go in so angry, you know, on, on the Ticketmaster platform because it never works. I mean, you, you got people saying I was trying the pre-sale codes, none of them were working. Then all of a sudden they release tickets, and then later in the day a bunch of tickets got released, and then you could buy them. Like nothing seemingly ever works right with Ticketmaster and they need to find a way to get that figured out because you're just pissing off fans and it's something that should be so easy. Here's your code, log in at this time, buy your tickets. And when you get your code and you log in at that time and it says unavailable, not there, site down, all of this nonsense, that just ticks people off. And then you see them all on the broker websites and that ticks people off even more that somehow some way brokers were able to get involved and get these tickets. So there was a lot of uh, kerfuffle going on yesterday when it came to, to getting these tickets down in Atlanta, which is another reason why you can't do something like this down at a neutral site because you're just asking fans to jump through all of these hoops. And I'm sure there were people that spent hours on their computer yesterday trying yeah. to get this done. Yeah. And then others, uh, another person I spoke with was like, you know what? I just wanted to make sure I could get my, my tickets for Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah. For the, for the home game. Like I wasn't even messing with Atlanta, but did call, did call the chiefs to make sure I already put the preference in for, for 
it being at home, I don't have to buy it Atlanta, right? You know, kind of one of those. Like, yeah. I don't have to also agree that I was going to do Atlanta, too. And they're like, no, you already. So I was like, okay, I only want to go at home. So right. I've spoken to people that have done that, too. So I don't know um, if if the Bills overran the thing. You know, they, they like to crash the parties or whatever. Uh-huh. I feel like it was an internet. That was an internet myth almost that they Maybe. were buying tickets in the on the chief side of things here. I'm not even concerned about that. I'm more concerned. Like if you wanted to buy tickets yeah. and you had a code and you couldn't get on, uh, why season, does Ticketmaster F up all there's the time? A few season ticket masters like, I got my tickets. I okay. got my four. No problem. Yeah. Cause, uh, and then there were some people that said I could buy only two. I could buy two, right. only two together. I could buy singles. Like it was just like yeah. everybody had I a different story. Yeah, I know. know. That's why I, mean, I don't know what the story was. Cause it was all over the place. Um, and then I am curious though, uh, I had also heard non. You couldn't resell them. Yeah, they're they're well because they call, don't they don't know if the game's going to be there yet, right? And so I think somebody had, had said that in one of the threads. Transferable, I, yeah. I guess, is what the what the term was. Yeah, you you couldn't transfer them yet because the game isn't technically on yet. They say once the game gets actually there and then on, you could resell then, them if you then, wanted to. Then you could transfer them or resell okay. them or right. something of that. Because also that was like you better if you're buying them, you're using them. I'm like I don't think I've ever heard that. Yeah, before, no, so. no, no. I, I think people are saying once the game officially gets scheduled, they expect, then you can be, go because. Ahead and what okay. happens if you're going, you and I are going together, but you're going down at yeah, a different time and I, and I got to give you yeah. your ticket yeah, and I'll yeah. meet you at the seat type yeah. of thing. Like you can't have non-transferable tickets. Or and if they do to... do that, then, then Ticketmaster's even yeah. worse yeah. than yeah. we already yeah. thought. I guess it's know? probably until the game is scheduled. That would make yeah. more sense. Okay. Right. That, thank you. Thanks yeah. for talking. We talked through that live in the air. Yes. yes. Uh, because I was I was thinking, wow, you're going to tell the people they can't sell them? Yeah. Uh, no, we have to have the game on first. Right. We're Once all the game's on, they unlock it apparently. We're all in that mode too. The game has to be on. I don't know that it... I don't know that it will be. Yeah, I don't know. I'm confident in the Chiefs. I have no idea what's going to happen in the other game. No, I am rooting my ass off for Cincinnati, man. I will wear orange and black stripes and all that kind of stuff to root for the Cincinnati Bengals in this one. I am done with Buffalo. It is time to move them on. Former Jaguar, Clay Harbor, played again at Missouri State and for Andy Reid in Philly and was on The Bachelorette and now covers the Jags. He'll join us next. Fesco in the morning, brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. The voice of Chiefs Kingdom, Mitch Holtus, drops by the show every Friday at 7.30, right here on 610 Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yeah! Time to check in on this week's foe, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Former Jaguar Clay Harbor joins us. He now covers the team for Believe.com. And Clay, you played for Andy Reid. We'll get into your time on The Bachelorette as well. But not to be flippant, but what do the Jags do well? They actually do a lot of things well. Their defense over, uh, you know, before last Saturday, their defense was averaging the last five games. 15.6 15.6 points per game, which puts them in the top five in the NFL over that period, which is something you wouldn't think about the Jaguars because when you think Jaguars, you think offense. Doug Peterson, offensive coach, former offensive coordinator, former, former quarterback, and you think of Trevor Lawrence, you know, first pick in the draft, the chosen one coming out, guy that can really sling it, and obviously – Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, Marvin Jones, guys that can catch the football, Evan Ingram coming on of late. But the defense has really stepped up ever since they made a couple of changes to the secondary and done a really nice job. And the defensive line has really came to life with uh, Josh Allen. You know, he had a sack. He had three hits and and seven pressures last week against the Chargers. And uh, Trayvon Walker also had five uh, five hurries. So those guys are coming to life. And I think it's an all-around team. Obviously, I don't, I don't know if they're on the level yet to, to where they can they can you know finish the thing out and win the Super Bowl, but they're a young team, and I think they're moving in that direction. So just like Kansas City, the 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 defense is the second paragraph every day, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. The defense doesn't get doesn't get the same credit as the offense, and we got got a guy like Trevor Lawrence who over you know as on a span had 14 touchdowns, two interceptions, and was ranked as one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And, and you see what he did in the second half with you know, 250 yards, four touchdowns, zero interceptions against the Chargers. You see why he was such a threat. And you know, looking back at that game, resilience is, is a thing that comes to mind. I mean, that's the third largest playoff comeback in NFL history that they did, only one point from being the second largest playoff comeback in NFL history. So, I mean, this team's resilient. They're going to keep fighting in the end. If you get them down, you know, 15, 20 points, this team still believes. And uh, it's a really special group. And, obviously, they got their hands full this week against the Chargers. Andy Reid, when the, you know, the teacher takes on the student. You know, what, are you, what are you looking in that matchup? Because Andy Reid's pretty good when he goes against his pupils. But Doug Peterson may be his best pupil. We saw him win that Super Bowl, obviously, in Philadelphia. And he took the bleep show that was the Jags under Urban Meyer and turned it into a division-winning playoff team that has won a playoff game. What has Doug Peterson done so effectively to turn that thing around so fast? He just implemented his culture. And, um, you know, I, I love Coach Reed. I, you know, I love Doug. Coach Reed was the, the coach who drafted me to Philadelphia in 2009, 2010. And, uh, you know, I've gotten a good chance. Obviously, spent a lot of time with him, spent a lot of time with Doug. Doug was on that staff. He was a quarterback coach. And, you know, both these guys are just really talented play callers. And, and their guys love them. They're players' coaches, if you've heard the term. Players love them because they got their players back. They're genuine, they're upfront, they're honest. And the thing that Doug did coming into Jacksonville was he changed the culture. It was a dictatorship under Urban Meyer. and Nobody was having fun. and They, they were scared. It was a reign of terror in NFL terms, at least. And uh, Doug came in. He, he lightened things up. He let these guys know that it's okay to have fun. It's okay to mess up. We are going to be aggressive. We're going to attack, and we're going to play hard. He's really implemented that. It's shown in Jacksonville, obviously, the Jaguars are three and seven and ended up making the playoffs. Only the third team in NFL history to start a season three and seven and still make the NFL playoffs. You, you Clay, were obviously in Philadelphia for two of the lowest years of the Andy Reid era. His, his final couple there uh, in Philadelphia. We yeah, way to with, go, Clay. With, with, no, with Clay Harbor, but what, <laughs> but even, even that being said, what was it like playing for Andy Reid? What's an Andy Reid type team like when you're playing for him? 
It's a great team. It's a fun team. Even when we're losing, yeah, like, I mean, I was out there. We were, uh, you know, 11-5. and five, Then we went 8-8, uh, eight 9-7 eight, my second year. Then we when we had an awful year at 4-12, and a bunch of injuries, and, and just, you know, couldn't get it right that last year before the Andy Reid uh, firing. But he, he still brought it, man. He still brought it every year, and he coached everybody the same way he coached, and he still had that upbeat, positive mentality, even when we're losing all these games. And that was one of the things you loved about Andy is that, that he was going to bring it. He wasn't going to place blame and, and throw anybody under the bus and things like that. But Andy Reid team is, is special. You know, I go back to when we won a division, you know, Miracle in the Meadowlands part two, returning that punt, and just how excited everybody was in the locker room, jumping up and down, and, and how special that was. One of my favorite memories from the um, winning division that year. And uh, he's just a guy that you want to play with. And I mean, we had a lot of ups and downs. I mean, it was a tough time. We had a terrible year. I mean, we went through a lot, but the thing you love about Andy is he, he never wavers. He's just a strong leader and he's special in the fact that he is going to take all the blame, even when it's not his fault. Former NFL tight end, Clay Harbor, former Missouri state tight end, Clay Harbor, who covers the Jaguars for believe.com joining us here on 610 sports radio. How are the Jags handling this week? Obviously, they got a big victory in, in week one. Do they come out free and easy, pull out all the stops? Nobody's picking us, that type of thing. Do they carry the chip on their shoulder this week? Absolutely. They're coming out swinging, man, and that's Doug Peterson for it. He's going he's gonna to risk it all. He might come out with another onside kick to start the game. I mean, they played this team early in the season, and I feel like the guys feel like, obviously, that you know, this is, you know, one of the best two teams in the league, at least. I mean, you know, most people say the best team, and obviously Patrick Mahomes, the best quarterback in the NFL. So they're going to come out swinging and pull out all the stops. And, you know, they played this team, and they lost by 10, even with a couple big drops and a couple missed field goals. And obviously it wasn't the Chiefs' best game either. And playing an arrowhead is never fun. I mean, that's, that's a tough place to play. But Trevor Lawrence has played on bigger stages than that. I mean, this guy – played in front of bigger crowd. He played in front of a hundred thousand in the, in the national championship game in the, in the playoffs. I mean, this guy's played in front of those screaming fans. He's been in these situations before, and it's not something that's foreign to him. So I don't think it's going to have that big of an impact. Then you, you look at it, the Jaguars have been playing, they've been playing playoff games for the last five weeks. Mm-hmm. They had to win each game the last five weeks to have a chance to make the playoff. Then you get there, you play against the Titans in a playoff game because you win or you go home. That's a playoff game. Last mm-hmm. week you played another playoff game. So this team has some experience and they know, you know, what it takes to win these win or go home games. So they're coming in with a lot of confidence, a lot of belief. And obviously they're going to need all that. I don't, you know, I don't think it's likely, but I think there is a chance, that, you know, they could shock the entire you know, league and world and, and pull off an upset. Clay Harbor with us here on 610 Sports Radio. And before we let you go, Clay, we appreciate the time, of course. Did you get injured more in the NFL or filming The Bachelor? Bachelorette, I should say. Oh, I knew one of these questions were coming, you know, the Bachelor questions. <laughs> um, it was, uh, it, it was uh, you know, I got hurt more as far as, you know, my heart. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was fine. On the <laughs> but you got hurt, like, playing football on that show, didn't you? Yeah, so the, the deal was that, people didn't know as I the, the year before I was with the Saints and I was on IR that year most of that year I played one game got hurt ended up having wrist surgery and toe surgery broke my wrist and toe in the same game about five plays apart from each other broke my wrist tried to play through it broke my toe not the best day for me but uh going on the bachelor I thought my wrist was healed like I just got misdiagnosed and the first time I did anything with it I barely touched a guy on a little stiff arm and I go yeah my wrist isn't fixed I go this thing's broken still and Turned out that there was a bunch of ligament damage that was missed Ooh. during the filming of that show. So it wasn't as if I just got injured on The Bachelor. It was it was just me realizing that an injury wasn't healed. It just it was my first time going through that. Uh, so yeah, so you might be able to say, hey, I got I got hurt. The one professional football player on The Bachelor ever, you know, got hurt playing football. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. <laughs> All right, I got one more before before we let you go. Uh, how packed is that Waffle House this week? I got to imagine that place is, like, yeah. crawling with business. Oh, man, you know, I know that Waffle House. That, that Waffle House probably, 
it's unbelievable the, the advertising they just got from that. Trevor <laughs> Lawrence wins a game and comes there to eat. But that's the thing you love about a guy like Trevor Lawrence, like Pat Mahomes too. Like some of these young quarterbacks, and you see, like they go out and celebrate. Like Trey Lance loses to the Bears or at a club, you know. Like these guys, Trevor Lawrence is going to celebrate at Waffle House. That's what I want my quarterback <laughs> doing. That's the type of celebration he needs to be doing. He doesn't need to be out at the club. He needs to be at Waffle House eating some chicken and waffles, baby. That's what I'm talking about. Clay, we appreciate the time. Thanks so much. Enjoy the game this weekend. I appreciate you guys having me. Yeah, let's go Jags. Uh-oh, no, that end part got me. I was with you with Waffle House, Clay, but not the let's go Jags. Can't do the let's go no, Jags, Clay. No, no, no. no. But the Waffle House, I'm totally in on. I like the fact that he got injured on The Bachelorette, too, even though he doesn't want to admit it and wants to blame the NFL. Mm-hmm. Not to play conspiracy. Right. Because well, we're, we're all about it now, right? <laughs> who's going to make sure it gets fixed? Uh, who's the bachelorette's make... insurance or the or NFL's the NFL. insurance? The, well, I don't know. The NFL is probably not going to want to pay that out. So maybe he's going to have to use. Yeah. They're going to say you injured it on the bachelorette. Yeah, so, yeah, the yeah. NFL's not paying he that out. He clearly was whatever. Player safety in the NFL? Are you kidding? Whatever suit was being filed or whatever his attorney's all that he's with that story right? Yeah, right right yes yes make sure you mention that it was not on the bachelor that is correct it was definitely uh, uh definitely on the uh, on the on the gridiron is so there's like a little uh, preview of the uh the jags yeah did you know the jags have an anthem uh and it's and it's terrible <laughs> yeah okay we'll get to that next <laughs> Fesco in the morning, brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. Don't miss the Chiefs Red Half Hour every weekday starting at 1130 on Cody and Gold on your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Third and six for Mahomes at his own 40. Ryder will snap it. Right hand on the ball at the near hash. Twist motion by the Titans with defensive pressure, but Mahomes has time here. He throws it long. He's got a man in the middle of the field. Watkins, 15, 10, 5, angling left. Touchdown, Kansas City. A 60-yard touchdown. Hey, Trevor Lawrence, did you hear how loud the crowd was there? That was loud. That was loud. That was a loud crowd, Trev. Just wait till Lil Jon performs. Woo, that place is going to be all up and crazy at halftime of the uh, the game on Saturday, right? It's better than that Applebee's guy. Turn down for what? C-Dot was all down yesterday that Lil John's going to be performing at Arrowhead. Well, what's the tie? Yeah. What's the tie-in? I don't know. He hasn't I mean, been relevant in almost 12 years. Well, that's how you get halftime acts, dude. Like, what, where have you been? You, no, nobody relevant is doing a halftime show in the NFL anymore. They, 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 they're doing it now. I don't know. Tech Nine and the Applebee's guy. But the Applebee's guy is not relevant, and Tech Nine is ours. So I he can play anytime I he wants. I don't understand how you'd say the Applebee. You see how many people were singing along? He was a lot of Johnson County moms those, in the yellow section. How how many of the ladies <laughs> were singing along to whatever that Applebee's song was? Yeah. All Give of me them. some riblets yeah, so. and Brutus beers. If I drink two Brutus beers, I'll cry some tears. My dog has died. My wife. Wife done left me and my truck don't start. Applebee's coming out of my heart. Something like that. Yeah. That, you don't know I the mean, lyrics, no, I lyrics. don't. But the women were dancing to that one. That was good. Boomer, they were grooving. Boomer and knows the lyrics. Yeah. Boomer was not happy with that. Well, I would have been either. I mean, there was a huge ass speaker behind him. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, Lil John be performing at halftime of That's the uh, right. Chiefs and Jags who coming is, up on Saturday. Who is uh, calling this game? NBC on Sunday, so Boomer won't be there, right? Maybe they'll wake Tony Dungy up with Lil John or something like that. That loud noise will get a, give him a spark and have something exciting to say. He stinks on the air. Is he gonna? Is he gonna be on the air? Or I don't know. Oh, okay, all right. I mean, I don't know if you get in trouble for passing along bad information via retweets. You're right, but yeah. I don't, or, but I don't. I'm, I don't I'm know. Not sure. uh, Tariko and Collinsworth, yeah. 
Tarico and Collinsworth. Correct. Okay, so so they'll have probably the pregame show here, I would imagine, because it's their only game of the week. Yeah, I would think. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a chance. Cool. So there's a little chance they'll be blowing out his ears. Right. And and you got a 12 minute halftime, right? How much, how many songs are you going to play? Three, four max. I mean, maybe, maybe you get the third one in. I mean, if you're, you know, if you're Don McClain, you play American Pie and you bounce. I mean, and that's it. That's all you got to do, right? With that nine minute song. But little John could probably get about three songs in and call it a day. Going to be a lot of fun at halftime. Don't leave your seat. Are there three? uh, Our NFL playoff coverage brought to you by Centric. Learn more at centric.com slash 610. I don't know his, his library completely, so. Other He's got a one. pretty good one. Yeah, other than it's that not one. bad. CDOT was playing some of the songs yesterday. I'm, I know that. I know other that. Than, other than that, that one. Yeah. yeah. I don't I don't know. But I'll keep I'm them all, coming the rest of the day. But I'm Please all for do. it. Please do. Yes. It's I'm, exciting. I'm yes. all for it. I'm, I'm I, I love the uh the halftime acts. And right. then uh you remember how a few weeks ago I told you about the the Raiders uh music deck? Yeah. It I mean the Chiefs have tried that a little bit, their but their drum deck's not that big, but right. they've had you know, Tech Nine performed up there, and the Applebee's guy mm-hmm. performed up there. So they're they're doing that to a certain extent. Was the Applebee's guy up there or not on yes. the field? I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I don't even so know what the guessing, Applebee's guy's name was. I don't either. I have no <laughs> guy. I, 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 idea. I, who? Little no idea. The yeah. Applebee's guy. Like, I have yeah. no idea. I, I believe no his idea. name is Applebee's guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think so. But yeah, so it's similar to that. But Vegas has a, like a a stage, right? Up there, we're kind of where the drum deck. Well, that's all the entertainment. The game is just ancillary yeah, yeah, to promote no, all it's, of it's that, great. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. The uh, we found a jag song. Do you want? <laughs> yeah, we do. We have a jag does song. Want right? to hear it? Yeah, yeah. It's exactly what you want it to be. Yeah, that very bad. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah. this is the uh, this is the jag. I don't think it's quite hailed to the. To the not, not nothing is like that, and I'm Texas always song. disappointed about that. The Houston Texas song is my favorite of the uh, the bad team songs. Yep. Uh, but this one, uh, this was from the Jags. Death punch? It is, yes, okay. yes, yes. That's exactly who that is. So, yeah. So there's the Jags anthem that we were able to uncover. Ooh. Really, there hasn't been a new one written recently Ooh. because people are just waking up and realizing that they have fans. But if you ask Trevor Lawrence, I mean, their stadium, Josh, is much louder than oh, Arrowhead. Sure, it's sure. just it's louder than Arrowhead. I, I mean, mean, clearly, heard there. On, that rocks. Yeah, that was great. Rock and roar. Respect right. the black and teal. That's right. It just has a doesn't have a just doesn't have a toughness to it, but. That's just me. So then there's Trev. Yeah. yeah. Way to go, Trev. Trevor Lawrence. I mean, it's the same, right? Obviously, the environment and the atmosphere we're going to play in is one of, if not the best in the NFL. I mean, I can't imagine it'll be much louder than our fans were here on Saturday, honestly. Uh, why, do you, why is everybody to do that? Yeah. Just, just, just come and play here. Yeah. Just, just say, hey, man, I'm looking forward to playing there. We played there 10 weeks ago or whatever it was back in November. Yeah. Had a great time. It's an amazing place to play. I'm excited about it and, and move on. You, you, look, if, if you wanted to compare, oh, I don't know, Buffalo, right, to the environment here in Kansas City, you could do that. Very similar environments, right? Very similar environments. If you're a Seattle Seahawk and you want to say, you know what, that stadium's as loud as ours. That's cool. Jacksonville legitimately puts tarps up on their seats because nobody goes to the games. And then now they made the playoffs and people went and I'm never going to begrudge a a fan or a human being for not spending money on a bad product. Jacksonville has been a very bad product over the years. Now they're winning again. And, and you know, the, the, the fans that they have are excited about it. London's very excited that their team's doing well, you know, right now. And so you've got that working for you, working for your advantage uh, because London's on their side, but that stadium is nowhere near as loud 
as what Arrowhead is. And you know how Chiefs fans are going to be now on Saturday. It's not only going to be loud, it's going to be, and give me a side of extra loud with my loud. And fans are going to make sure that Trevor Lawrence goes out there and can't hear a dang thing on every single play. It's now, it's now a mission for us as fans. I may lose my voice. You may have to carry the show on Monday. One more quarter will be dropped into that Bud Light. That's right. Pennies. No, it's pennies. Oh, pennies. Pennies, okay. yeah. Right. Well, I thought quarters maybe would be heavier and make more noise. No? Yeah, but you oh. throw your bottle away. You're not going to get the money out. You don't want to load that thing with out, quarters. You don't want to fish out a quarter. Yeah. You'll go ahead and do it for pennies. Pennies I is fine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Ten okay. pennies, like, you know, that's fine. You can go with ten cents. You put ten quarters in there, though. You're talking about two and a half dollars, man. That's a lot of cash. Sure. Yeah, that's a lot of cash. Right. So right. you fill it for with pennies, noise, right? The noise aspect. Yeah. Quarters would be better. No, 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 no. You don't want to do You don't want to do the quarters. You want to do the pennies because you're throwing it away afterwards. So that's not a big deal. Actually, the copper may be more valuable than the penny at this point in time. <laughs> um, so scoop up the, the Bud Light bottles with all the pennies in it and use them to make noise. But, I mean, like, you, you just don't say something like that if you're Trevor Lawrence. And I understand. Look, he's very new in this league, and it's it, he's like a, you know, a baby giraffe, and he's stumbling around still trying to get his sea legs under him in this league. But what you experienced in Jacksonville is going to be nothing like what you experience here in Kansas City for a playoff game. And you had that regular season game here. I was at that regular season game. It was, it was a game where people were like, all right, this is cool, but – you kind of always felt like you were going to win, and, and, and the Chiefs did. It wasn't really an exciting, if you will, type of game. This is the playoffs now, so it is completely different than what he experienced last week. It's completely different than what he experienced in the regular season and completely different than what he experienced at Clemson. It's going to be a situation where it is going to be loud, and Trevor Lawrence is probably going to get at least one delay a game. That's going to force the crowd to get louder. Then they're going to have to burn timeouts, and people are going to wonder if Mike McDaniel's on the sidelines vaping. Looks like Chiefs fans really didn't scout the Jags. We'll get to that next. Fesco in the morning, brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster is patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. Patrick Mahomes joins CDOT every Monday at 2.15 for an exclusive one-on-one interview on your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Peace up. NFL playoff coverage brought to you by Twin Peaks, Eat, Drink, Scenic Views, along with Bob Fesco. I'm Josh Klugman, Brian Williams, B-Dub, producing... Hey, I'm going to be out at the uh, the Hy-Vee Mission today, eleven to one. Uh, you want to stop by and and see the uh, the Hy-Vee Super Cart? It's a uh, basically a giant go kart. That's a that's a shopping cart. That's cool. Are you going to drive it to the I aisles? am a- totally asking to drive it. By the yeah. way, uh, but more importantly, uh, you'll be able to scan the uh, the QR code and be registered to win four tickets to Saturday's game, plus parking, plus a $100 Visa gift card. How about that? Wow. Wait, wait, wait. Four tickets and parking That's right. and a gift card? That's right. That's a hell of a prize. I know. Also got a couple of uh, autographed footballs to give away. I believe I have a Nick Bolton and a Creed Humphrey. Mm-hmm. Autographed football to give away, plus a $250 hy gift card. So come see me and register. And the... Uh, the uh, Mission High V today, eleven to one. No, that's right so, over here, right? Right, right by our station. All there right. we go. So come on out today. Will you sing hey, the High V song? High V. Yeah. I can't get my voice Where up. There's that a up. helpful smile in, in every, every aisle. aisle. Yeah, of course. All right. Are you going to drive that cart around and go like a shopping spree? Like you have three minutes to get as much stuff in the cart <laughs> as you possibly can. Let me drive it. I don't know if they will or not. Yeah. It looks kind of great. Yeah, it does. That sounds pretty cool. I want to see Josh driving a big shopping cart yeah. through the store. Yeah. <laughs> and I would say throw eggs at him, but at five ninety nine, it does, and that gets very no, expensive. Yeah, you, don't, yeah. you don't want to do that. So hope to see you there. It appears we did not scout the uh, the Jags Uh-oh. much. This according to uh, Sports TV Ratings. Uh, Kansas City was only the uh, fifth Highest television market for Chargers Jags. Well, you would have who who like I don't know Jacksonville's number one. Okay, good for them. Good for them. They're they're in. I, I appreciate that because I was say L.A. can't be up there. Buffalo was two. Sure. Cincinnati was three. Of course. San Diego was four. No way. Yeah. Really. And then hate Kansas watching City, Kansas City was fifth. Wow. San Diego dialing in. How about that? That's strange. No, I, I mean, yes and no. I mean, I don't I don't know what it is to lose a team, right? I've never lived in a city where I've lost a team and have to decide. What am I going to do? I've always said if a team left and and I was in that town, I would never root for that team again. Like if you're in San Diego, 
how do you root for the Chargers that not only moved, but moved to L.A.? Like, they just moved up the road and said, this town's better than you guys, 90 minutes south. We're out. Peace out. I don't know how you decide that you're going to continue to root for that team, or maybe you just have it in your blood and you, you're always going to root for that team. But I feel like they, they pulled the rug out from underneath mm-hmm. you, right? So mm-hmm. the San Diego one is bizarre to me. Bizarre. So, Kansas City only fifth. And normally we watch everything, right? right. So we're only fifth in that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ravens, Bengals. Okay. Okay. Cincinnati, number one. Yeah, sure. Dayton, Ohio, number two. Okay. Odd. <laughs> Baltimore was third. Okay. Kansas City. Fourth. Oh wait, Dayton's part of Cincinnati area. That that's yeah that 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 is a, that's a Cincinnati base. I get that one. Okay. So, uh, and Kansas City was fourth. So we were fifth for the Jags Chargers, fourth for Ravens Bengals. Buffalo was uh, fifth for Ravens Bengals. Well, they should have been watching okay. more intently. Yeah. Bills, Dolphins, mm-hmm. Buffalo, number one. Of course. Kansas City, number two. Nice. All right. Yes. Very good. Yes. We really watched right. Bills, Dolphins. Right. Cincy, third. West Palm, fourth. New Orleans, fifth. Right. I'm not sure why New Orleans, but. Well, because they're, right. wait, wait, that was Buffalo, Bills, Miami, Dolphins, yeah. Bills, Dolphins, maybe watching. I don't know. I'm no, just trying to think of the connection. Don't there. know the connection there. Yeah. So we were second in that game. Yeah. We watched that game. More than we watched uh, any other, including the more likely matchup, which would have been Chargers Jags. But now, of granted, that one was Saturday, Saturday night. Yeah, maybe not so much. Right, I and, watched and, all three wire to wire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I watched I, all three of them the entirety. Yeah, yeah I didn't watch the NFC games that are to their entirety, but those three FC games, I watched them all. I I didn't real. I was in and out of the San Francisco Seattle one because that was just what didn't grab me right away. You know, like it was like. Eh. Um, obviously, the AFC games I, I watched. I watched the Giants one. Actually, one. You did. That's yeah. right. You were on there. You, you yeah. were waiting at noon. I was waiting for at that noon one. on Saturday. Yeah. Where's the game? Yes. Oh, it's not till three thirty. Crap. Right. All right. Um, I, I think what's interesting though about that is that the numbers were much better on Sunday for the United States than they were on Saturday. There were there were more like thirty some million watched on Sunday, twenty some million high twenties. You know, watched on Saturday. I wonder if the NFL fan doesn't want the Saturday game. You know, now I, I'm thinking to myself, what other way you do it? Cause I don't want to see playoff games going head to head with each other. Nobody wants that. You want them all to be standalone games. So you need Saturday and not that Saturdays were bad. I think it was still 27 million people or whatever. were watching the games on Saturday, but you look at the, the Sunday numbers and they're into the 30 millions, right? And even Monday night had some 30 million people watching that game. Tom Brady plus the Cowboys equals ratings gold, right? So I, I just wonder if like, if Saturday is something that NFL fans truly want. I, I do. I love the games on Saturday. I think they're great on Saturday, especially the playoff games. The last thing I would want to have to do is find a way to have to watch two playoff games at one time. And I don't think anybody wants to do that. So you're going to play on Saturday. You may suffer a few million people less watching those games on Saturday, but I still think that's the way to go. And the NFL will look at that and they'll go, we had, you know, 30 million people watching every game on Sunday. That's 90 million people consuming the NFL on Sunday and about, I don't know, 50 million people consuming the NFL on Saturday. It's a big number, man. Nobody is touching that number. And, and it's just a, it's just marvelous how big that number is for the national football league. Yep. Yep. Huge. And then Kansas city watches them all. Yeah. The, uh, they did not rate in the top five in you know, the two NFC games. No. Oh, actually they did giants Vikings. They were Kansas city was fourth. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Basically, we're in the top five for all but one of the games. Yeah. yeah it's crazy. It, it's nuts. It's crazy. From the text line, I got three straight ones that say they love the Saturday game so they can recover on Sunday. I, I'm the same way. That's what kind of I, I like I, them, too. Yeah. yeah. 3.30 Saturday this week on 106.5 The Wolf. The perfect the big, time. Big thumbs up for thumbs me. Thumbs up, man. I'm excited I'm about for it. it. Hell yes. Hell I'm yes. Go and get that win. Yes. Uh, the NFL announced today the uh, international uh, teams that are going to be playing games overseas. The Chiefs were announced to officially be playing in Germany. Uh, next season. And can we just go ahead and predict it's going to be the bears or the lions and <laughs> probably the lions, right? Yeah, probably the lions. The yeah. chiefs have nine home games this upcoming season, right? Mm-hmm. They have the extra home game this year. Uh, their home slate is really juicy and who's not the lions, the lions and, and the bears, bears yeah. right? Yeah. You're not going to give up the bills. You're not going to give up the Bengals, right? Not going to give up the dolphins. Probably not going to give up the Eagles. So it's got to be lions or bears. Yeah, there's an article that was sent to us by our by our uh, great listener, Detroit Derek from um, 
uh, prideofdetroit.com. It's a Lions kind of like fan website. And it says Chiefs will host a 2023 game in Germany. Why Lions are logical opponent for this one? And it says uh, all the uh, host teams are from the AFC this year because that conference will have the extra game as part of the 17-game schedule. Could be important news for Lions fans because of those five teams hosting international games. The Lions are scheduled to play one on the road in 23, and that's the Chiefs. That means there's a distinct possibility Lions v. Chiefs will be played in Germany. And with the loose connection of Amon Ross St. Brown being a fluent German speaker, they could have a logical tie-in. There it is. They have a dude that speaks German. Of That's course. That's right. But there's even more of a reason why Detroit will be the road yes, team. because it's the, one of the least appealing games on the Chiefs' home schedule. And well, it says the Chiefs <laughs> obviously have seven other opponents scheduled for their home games, including the Broncos, Raiders, Chargers, Bills, Bears, Bengals, Dolphins, and Eagles. With the Bills already scheduled for an international game, that brings the Lions' chances to a 1-7 trip to Germany. So there you go. Huh. The Lions have not played an international game since 15 when they played, played the, the Chiefs. Chiefs in London. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I think it's going to be Chiefs-Lions. Yeah, and here's a list of the other times the Chiefs opponents have played in London, uh, internationally. Broncos 22, Raiders 19, Chargers 19, Bills 15. You're but not, they're move, you're not moving not a division moving game. The, nope. Bears played over there in 2019, Bengals in 2019, Dolphins in 21, Eagles in 2018. So, so the, most, the Lions are the ones yeah. who haven't played there in a long time. So it yeah. looks like the Lions and Chiefs, it, most likely the Lions and Chiefs is going to get bounced over there to Germany. And I, I like that matchup. Yeah, One of my I'm good just, friends is a Lion fan. Maybe we'll go together. I'm just looking at it and saying... What are the good games on the home schedule? Yeah. They're keeping all those. And especially with the way people buy tickets now to the NFL, I think 96-plus percent of the seats in the league were sold out this year, which is a huge number, obviously. You're not going to give up a game that's going to pack Arrowhead. You're going you're gonna to fill that game up in Germany. And where are you better off to have a smaller crowd? Well, it's going to be the Lions. It just is. And so that's a good game, in my opinion, to move over there. And and I think Dan Campbell plays well in Germany, too. I think they'll love Dan Campbell over there because there's a good chance he's in Lederhosen. Just give me an Eric Hippel jersey and... Germany, please. Do you, do you think we can get a photo op when it is announced that it is the Lions? Dan Campbell, Andy Reid, both in Lederhosen with beer steins. That'd be awesome. And those little hats, too. That'd be terrific. Like, I like, like the look. Like, like, yeah, you got to go all Oktoberfest on this I one, I like right? the look of it. Yeah. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.